The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. As I open that up, we got a we got a nice little follow. So thank you for the follow. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful guys, what a what an amazing episode this is going to be. <coughs> um, we got here, Mr. Stormfrog, and uh, Mr. Lord Cronus. So you guys have your own channels, but I know my audience is not used to you guys. Do you want to give a a couple little little spiel each one of y'all? Sure. You want to go first? Lord oh, I was going to tell you to go first, man. Oh, no, no, no. So, please, much, please. so much chivalry here today. <laughs> I'll, I'll let Storm go first. Okay. All right. Well, my name is Stormfrog, an affiliated amphibian and host of The Lilypad, where all we do is talk about spooky things, get dressed up every once in a while with some costumes and play some scary games, and have frog disco parties it's the best way to describe it i like it <laughs> how am i supposed to follow up that man <laughs> uh i'm lord cronus i stream on twitch i play a lot of destiny uh i'm into pokemon hence one of the reasons i'm here uh, i open up pokemon cards play some pokemon games and uh that's that's pretty much it man glad to be here thanks for having me we just got a follow from Paige's Senpai. Thank you for noticing <coughs> me, Senpai. That's actually my sister. Oh. She uh, she streams too. And I was like, hey, you gotta you gotta catch this. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Very, very nice. So we're all acquainted. Mick, did you wanna give a spiel just for funsies? We could do that too. Sure. I'm here every week, but I also am a Twitch affiliate streamer. I do a variety of, uh, of video games. Whatever I'm in the mood for that day, I do. Um, young channel, so if you'd like to check me out, it's MickNick1291 on Twitch. <laughs> nice. Very, very nice, guys. All right. So, we've got such a great show for you guys tonight. Last week, uh, Mick and I did a show. We were going to do the Dolotov Pass, which we actually had put a Ooh. poll up which I'm sure Stormfrog and Lord Cronus remember where I was maybe considering a few different topics. And I remember Stormfrog saying yeah. that he really wanted us to feature the back rooms. Which, yeah. Good topic, great topic. Unfortunately, it was voted out by the Dalatov Pass, which I definitely can understand. I uh, just want to say hi to uh, Sonia, Sonia Royce and Paige Senpai and then Lauren Cl Lauren Thank you for the follow. So, uh, yeah, with that said, um, we started off with full intention of talking about the Dilatov Pass. However, somehow, how did it happen, Mick? 
I don't know how we took the turn into Pokemon. I, I have no idea how we took that turn, but it was a glorious turn and ended up being a really fun discussion. Yeah, we, we took a really sharp turn into uh, the Pokemon town, which is uh, sort of an interesting turn because we... <laughs> Sorry, I'll turn my mic up. Everybody's saying my mic is up. <laughs> I always do that. Sorry, guys. My bad. So... Uh, we turn in, we started just talking about Lavender Town, and I think uh, I introduced Mick to the idea or the concept of the Lavender Town Syndrome, which <clears> have <throat> you guys heard of this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What do you know oh, yeah. about it? Because I want to see what your knowledge base compares <coughs> to like, what we were talking about. So, so this is one of those creepy pastas that kind of evolved into you know one story into another one to a bigger story over the years basically the music of lavender town from the original pokemon red and blue and green uh you know made kids with like sensitive hearing made them sick or you know they got headaches or or even some of them committed suicide and it got to the point where uh, Nintendo noticed it and they ended up changing this high-pitched sound this one little high-pitched sound out of the the Lavender Town song and and took it out of the game and uh, but but to my knowledge none of that is is true they uh, you know like I said it was one of those things where it, it one story got bigger and bigger over, over the years well you know the uh, from what from what I remember because I, I remember when this first came out as a creepypasta and everybody was talking about it turns out that it's actually based on something that's more or less true about what happened with pokemon but it didn't have anything to do with the uh with the sounds of lavender town it's it's almost like they took the real life event and then they're like well this story is inspired by that and that involved um an episode of pokemon where porygon yes. doesn't attack and the screen flashes red and blue, and it caused a couple of people throughout the region, uh, kids who had been watching the show, to have epileptic epileptic seizures. And of course, you know, put the the Nintendo got in a hell of a lot of trouble for this. Mm -hmm. But I think what I found most interesting about that is that it wasn't really Porygon Porygon who had triggered that attack. It was Pikachu who had done the attack which just so happened to feature Porygon on the screen when it happened. But because Pikachu was basically the flagship Pokemon in the series, Nintendo knew it would be a terrible idea to make a promise for like, okay, well, we're never going to show Pikachu again because that's going to sink this. So they, after that episode, you don't see Porygon again because they said it was Porygon. We're not going to show him again. Don't worry about it. So they gaslit Porygon? <laughs> yes, and Porygon isn't featured anymore because of that. And, but this is where game. Lavender Town Syndrome comes from. It Something in Pokemon triggered all these adverse reactions. See, I knew about the episode, but I didn't know about um, letting go of Porygon after that. Because it was it was Pikachu's lightning attack that something... I don't know why they just tried to use the red and the blue well, he's for like that. A pink, he's like a pink, red, blue... I'd imagine in real life he'd be sort of trans translucent or transparent. Maybe he's yeah. refracting all that. Maybe that's why. I don't know. It, it's it's got to be. What's up? Turn down the, the background music. I got you. I know that you've all done a little bit. Uh, I, I know we've all done a little bit of research here. Mm -hmm. Who wants to talk about theirs first? Anybody want to go? And what, I guess we could start with what we find the most interesting, right? 
As far as the uh, the lavender town syndrome, yeah, or absolutely. the oh man, oh there's there's so much that that could go into that. I I think for me, um, it's it's lavender town itself because I remember being a kid mm -hmm. and first going into that region. My very first Pokemon game was Pokemon Red, and um, same here. Yeah, same. my sister my sister had Pokemon Blue. I had Red, and. It's, you know, it's this fun game and it's all just about catching these little monsters and giving them, you know, whatever name you want. And then you get into the Lavender Town region. And it's, even as a kid, you know something's off about this place. It's the, it's the music is the first thing to hit you. You play that sound for anybody, they automatically think of the tower in Lavender Town and all yep. the graves and all the Pokemon graves in there. And... It's just, oh, and even the color of the screen. The whole town is essentially a kind of shade of lavender. So it just hits you different. So when I first heard of the Lavender Town Syndrome, immediately, without even reading the story, you just kind of know this is going to have to do with the music because there's something just so striking about the sound that, yeah, it's very believable that maybe there is some frequency within there that is triggering something you know, in the back of your mind, that's, it's kind of like a psychological horror almost. Yeah. Like a placebo scare. Exactly. Well, you know, and to add to that, this is, you know, going back to right before you get to lavender town, you go through this cave that's dark and, and you're, you're just, you're just constantly running into these Pokemon, you, you know, Zubats and whatever else is in there. That's awesome. And yes. you're like, all your Pokemon are like low on attacks. Yeah. Uh, your, your Pokemon are low on, on, on the heels. And, and you just, you're just ready. You're just ready to get to a Pokemon center. And so when you get to Pokemon or when you get to Lavender Town, you're right. The music hits you, it hits you different. And you're like, Oh God, what am I, what am I running into? And, uh, you know, in, in the game, it's one of the only, uh, I think it's one of the only if not the only town in uh, the Kanto region that doesn't have a gym so the only big thing to do is go into this big tower that's full of ghosts and you don't know what they are until until you get to the very end yeah I think I think that Lord Cronus hit it right on the head you're so exhausted mentally from going through that cave to get to Lavender Town and then you hit it and it's just this haunting beat where you're like, oh, it just fills you with a sense of dread. So you're already mentally drained by the time you get there. Oh, and then yeah. they just hit you with this music that just fills you with even more dread than you already had. Oh, yeah. And and I think another thing when it comes to Lavender Town is, you know, again, you're a kid. You're just thinking, well, this is just different. But as an adult, you kind of look back. And even now, I'm, I'm just thinking about it. I just remembered this. Playing the game, even in the starting areas, you're meeting other trainers in there who are like, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to do this. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And they're all very gung-ho and they're all very spirited. And they're talking about how much they love their Pokemon. Then you get here and no one in this town is happy. Everyone is mourning over something. Yep. You go into the tower, there's not one bit of good news in that entire place. Nope. No, you're just fighting depressed people who are just it fighting is. you for the sake of fighting you, I guess. Exactly. And you just got your ass kicked coming through that, that you know, the, the cave. Where That's the right. The Zubats and the Geodudes, they were endless. <laughs> they were endless. Why are there so many in here? And then you get out, you're like, oh, thank God. And then you realize the other side of the tunnel isn't much better than what you just got through. You kind of miss the Zubats and Geodudes after you get out the tower. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's like it's it definitely a change of tone once you once you get out of lavender town it's like the whole game for me was completely different it's uh it's 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 
it's different for sure. Yeah, I think for me, I, I'm a little bit different from all you guys. My first Pokemon game was Pokemon Crystal, which was a, like the third out of the second gen. So I had yeah. to go back and replay Lavender Town, but I'd never had the original experience from the very first. It was almost like just the remade thing. And yeah, there's like uh-huh. some elements where they, they threw them in there from the original games, but um, it's a little bit different. So I don't remember it the same way you guys do, but I definitely went through that cave. I definitely know all about the Zubats. Oh, yeah. Oh, Every, everybody knows how important that escape rope is. <laughs> oh, my God. Or the flash. Was flash oh, the flash. Yeah, there. flash yeah, you can't get through there unless you've got the flash. Did you ever, did you ever not get flash? <laughs> you're like, fuck it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to get through this shit. Even with the oh, yeah. tiny circle. <laughs> I've, I've tried that many times. And you know I've how far it. I got? Not very. Just died instantly. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> just a little stupid eight-year-old kid. Like, I don't need a flashlight. I can get through this. Oh yeah, it's frustrating, man. It's really frustrating if you try to get that with that flash. uh, Who's listening to the stream has this question for everybody, Uh saying the question is: If you were actually in the universe itself, what town would you be from? Oh man, (laughs) dude, that's a good question. I would. That's a loaded question. Right off the gate, I'd probably say uh, I think that's Celadon City, the city that has the the, uh, gambling, all the sales, the gambling. Well, yeah, I was. Not much for the gambling, but uh, you got the big sales tower and uh, yeah, just go work in a department store, you know, guaranteed cash. (laughs) Be too lazy to go. (laughs) No, yeah, no. So I actually think, and this is very, this is probably very unpopular opinion. I think, I think Lavender Town. Oh, just, just because. I don't know. I, I was that kid who grew up with, you know, obviously, because, I mean, you, you caught the last stream. I'm over here dressed up like Edgar Allan Poe and <laughs> reading his works. I grew up with that. So I feel yeah. like if I had been in Lavender Town, I would never have really thought anything was amiss until somebody came in and was like, what's with all the dead shit around here? <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? Normal everyday life. What do you, what do you yeah, mean? Definitely. Um, I want to say, what was the which city is the one with the um, the martial art gym? Is that your no? Your tech city is the one with the dancers, martial arts. Which one is? I know it? which one you're talking about. I cannot yeah, me too. The, the whole gym is like that. The fighting Pokemon. It's got like. Uh, I would be from that city because, like, as a kid, I was very much into doing martial arts. So I feel like that would have just totally been my vibe. <laughs> Hanging out in the gym with your Pokemon next to you. All right. So yeah. Exactly. Lavender Town, Celadon City, the town we don't remember what what their name is. Karate Town. Karate Town. Karate Town. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna do Goldenrod just because I like a big city, because it's like yeah. a, a huge one. I think that's it. There's no other reason. I mean, there's a lot of places that I think would be cool, but I, I don't know. Something about something about that Goldenrod and that radio tower. Maybe it's because that's what we're doing. I don't know. Also, yeah. Well, that's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Frank, I was gonna say the uh, the uh, radio the radio tower, which was the replacement for the which I'm, I'm sure you were going to lead to that was uh, the replacement for that lavender town tower, the ghost, uh, oh, the cemetery. It's like the, op- it's like the opposite, right? Yeah. What do you mean? by? Yeah. They play? took, they, they took it out. They took it out in the, uh, in the remake or whatever it was. Oh, I didn't know that. Did they really? Hmm? I just, when I think of that, I don't know. When I think of the game, I just think it like Team Rocket has the the dumbest motivation <laughs> ever. Because like, it made sense in the first game. Did announce the evils of truth and love. Well, what no, are you talking about? So in the second game, the whole reason they took over the radio tower and Goldenrod was they wanted Giovanni to come back. So what they wanted to do was take over the radio tower just to announce the returning. So then he would come back. It's like the dumbest thing when you think about <laughs> I, it. 
Did nobody have his cell phone? I, I guess not. <laughs> I don't know. Also, Stormfrog, I have a skull, and I've had one for months, but I, um, I know you've named your skull. I'm actually going to try to figure yeah, out how to Alan. name mine. I'm not sure if you saw that <laughs> poll up on the page. but uh, And I've wanted to name it for a while. But your 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 uh, your post skull is very nice. I will say that. Oh yeah. He, he, What's his he name? His name's Alan, actually. Alan. Nice. Yeah, he likes I to like go by it. his middle name. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going <laughs> by his last name. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> All right. So we we've covered Lavender Town. Who's got something spooky? And I also have some uh, creepy Pokedex entries to uh, be fillers here if we need it. I so. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you go first every time, man. I, Oh, <laughs> you, you, you are much too kind, good sir. Um, I really, I guess to, to, I guess we could use this as a segue uh, leading out of the tower itself in Lavender Town is, I'm sure, have y'all heard the theory that you as the player have killed Gary's Raticate on the boat that yep. takes you over into the air? I have not yeah, heard that and, one. So there's this theory, when you, when you battle Gary on the boat, I forget where you're going to. But essentially, it's when you're going to get to the new place where you get, go through the cave and then you'll be in Lavender Town. You run into Gary <clears throat> in the tower. And as a kid, I didn't think nothing of it. My first thought was, oh, God, here's this jerk again. Like, here we go. But it makes you wonder, why was he in the tower? And then when you fight him again there, that Raticate that you fought on the boat is not on his team. So it kind of, there's this theory that because you had beaten it so bad and you're on a, this slow moving ship. He's not able to get him to a proper Pokemon center and that the Raticate may have died of its wounds. And wow. by the time you get to, uh, you know, the tower, he's there mourning the loss of his Raticate. I think I that makes it that one so much more ago. fucked up. It is. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause then you beat him again in the tower. I mean, it's not a huge loss. I mean, Raticate's probably like, but just think just think like gary's in the tower mourning the loss of his radicate that you viciously murdered in a pokemon battle and then you come walking up and he's just like this bitch again yeah <laughs> I'm you gonna kick his ass her. again his eyes are all bloodshot and he's like you want to go again he's like i do i don't even know what you're talking about let's he's just got, get this over he's with got all 10 badges in Kanto, so he's all he's all set <laughs> Oh, wow. I, I do remember that one. I also remember there was something going on with that boat that was creepy where it was like people were saying like if you were able to somehow get to the truck that was off to the side where you go to the dock, mm. then you could move that mm. truck with strength, the HM, and then like you'd get a Mew. But, like, what? Yeah, you never heard of that either? No. No. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's that's the legend. That's a, that's a straight legend. I'm going to do so much investigating <laughs> after this. If you Google truck and Mew, uh, it'll tell you. So that ship is the H, or what is it? SS Ann? Is that right? Yep, it's SS Ann. Yep. SS Ann. Yeah, Out of, uh, what is it, the third city with uh, Lieutenant Surge? Yeah. That guy. The oh, murder boat. The mur murder boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I just wanted to mention to everybody, I offered uh, Sonia Royce to call in um, because we have our number on screen and we do take calls where everybody can hear and talk to you. Uh, numbers on the screen if you guys want. If if not, that's cool too. We're just going to be chugging along here. And we've got a new follower. Let's take a look. Sonia Royce just followed us. Thank you for the follow. Really Thanks for the it. follow. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Uh, what's up to bat next? Lord Cronus, I think you're up next, yeah? So, you know, kind of keeping on with the, uh, the spooky 
creepy <laughs> Halloween theme in Pokemon. And uh, I, I did a little bit of research on uh, some, some creepy stuff. And I think I hinted at this earlier this last week. Uh, you know, humans and Pokemon are, are one. They, they were at some point or another, one evolved into the other. I don't know if you guys have heard this or... or I've heard or look, stuff about this, yeah. Vaguely. Or looked into this. So there's, there's a couple of different Pokedex entries that hint at this, that talk mm -hmm. about this. Uh, there's a Pokemon called Yamask. Uh, I think he carries around a mask of its previous... Uh, I guess human form mm -hmm. and uh, at some point it can if it puts that mask on other humans it'll possess them and mm -hmm. it can speak through the possessed uh, so that that's one one pretty cool pretty cool deal but but you know going back even a little bit further uh, it was a human that turned yeah. into a Pokemon its spirit turned into a Pokemon I got a question exactly. for you on that theory just because I haven't I, I think I mean there's so many theories out there I may have skimmed over it how do you explain a Pokemon like Dugtrio or Execute at that point? <laughs> like, execute is what, like six eggs with faces? Like, how do you... Please. Dugtrio is just... It's three really close friends that... Dugtrio might be... The they morphed into one. one. They morphed into one. Dugtrio That's right. I know I know people that are like that, man. They don't do anything unless all three of them are together. Dugtrio, I think, has had the most theories since the first game, which is like, what's underground? What What's the rest of Dugtrio yeah, look like? Right? Exactly. I, uh, I I believe the theory that what you see of Doug Trio is not its face or its oh. actual like mouth. It's uh, there's a theory that it's like an angler fish that it just looks like that so that you can come closer because it doesn't look threatening at all. But what's lurking underneath the ground is something horrific that <laughs> nobody has ever described because anybody who got close enough to know is gone. I love person. that because when you think about it, like they there's nothing. They're very nondescript. They're just these little three, things that come on the ground with eyes and nose. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> They're these little mole Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, these little mole Pokemon. And then you get, and then I mean, you get fan art of like, it shows like three muscular dudes like all hugging each oh, other. Oh, dude. <laughs> yes. That's what I like. When you said what's underneath it, that's like the first thing that I saw. It's like it that is. meme of them all doing this. <laughs> Yeah, but the the theory that it could in fact be just the part of a much larger uh, creature, because I mean, if you think about it, Pokemon are made in a lot of ways to resemble creatures that we have in our world, and anglerfish, like it, that's an evolutionary trait. That here's this bright little thing that is completely non-threatening, and lurking just out of you know the prey's view is all these teeth and and. I can just I can see that happening in Pokemon. I will say I believe that they've run out of ideas for new Pokemon because oh, yeah. I played Jingle Pokemon Keys, Sword and there is Garbodor that is literally just a <laughs> yeah, pile of garbage. Pile of garbage, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's Garbodor and then there's Jingle Keys, which is literally just keys. Yep. Then there's the one that's just an ice cream cone. It's that's literally a vanilla ice cream just cone. An ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. But uh speaking of Yamask. Like I was actually going over that today and it's it, it's a very creepy thing to put into Pokemon because death masks have been a thing, you know, in, in real life for, you know, hundreds, thousands of years even. You, you do this, you make the mask, even on the sarcophaguses of pharaohs, you know, you've yeah. got their death mask. Yep. But for a Pokemon, a spirit of a person to die and then come back in the form of a Pokemon that's carrying around its own death mask. That's 
kind of morbid. <laughs> that's extremely There's a morbid. lot of that, man. There's a lot of that. Sorry, go ahead, Nick. No, I mean, I think that's just like a really cool concept, though. Even though it's it's creepy and, and really like kind of off-putting, if you think this is a children's game, like yeah. a Pokemon that is formerly a human and it's carrying around its own death mask, like that's fucked up. Just oh, like yeah, fundamentally. Absolutely. But it's also just like a really cool concept and it adds so much mythology to the world of Pokemon. It does. It also, does. And I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just gonna say like how you know he was mentioning that Yamask is a person that has become a Pokemon. There's the whole thing that Kadabra apparently was once a kid yep. who got turned into a Kadabra due due to his own psychic powers. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I was gonna read Yamask's uh Pokedex here. <clears throat> Which oh, is, yeah. uh, it wanders through ruins by night carrying a mask that it's said to have been its face when it had was still human. So Lord Cronus is not wrong. That's actually not a theory. That's a real canon thing. Yeah. Also, yeah. really quick, want to go back to the chat here and see what's going on. We've got uh, Sonia. I'm thinking about thank you. She's working. She got a clink yesterday. It's just gears. <laughs> I'm happy <laughs> I haven't played these. Um, oh, yeah. Clink is just gears. It's just like three gears rotating. Yeah, you got a lot of catching up to do, Frank. Uh, Unfinished plans wants to know if we, if I, if I personally fired all the hosts, and then Lord Cronus said that I've downgraded the hosts. But I would disagree. <laughs> I think you guys are definitely upgrades, especially from some of the characters we got. Uh, <laughs> no, not Nick. <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean, uh, it is. So, it is. so, so, Stormfrog, to yeah. expand a little bit on the uh, what you're talking about, the kid that had telekinesis powers, and you know, one day he woke up, like you said, that's 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 a Pokedex entry. That's it that's is. real deal. That's lore. That's canon. That's that's part of the the Pokemon universe. It's and if you notice, um, you know, what this whole human to to Pokemon theory is that there's in in every single one of the games, uh, anytime that you fight. Uh, a, a psychic type gym leader or psychic type Pokemon uh, uh, person uh, trainer, you know, they always have that floating ball and it's, you know, it's, it's being around by telekinesis yeah. and, it's, and they're the only ones, they're the only ones that have these powers uh, and, and, you know, kind of gets them closer to their Pokemon, I guess, to, to be able to be, be synchronized. But yeah. that is, that's a huge part of this whole lore that humans at some point were Pokemon or Pokemon evolved into humans. Yeah. It seems like it's almost interchangeable. Like humans can become Pokemon and Pokemon can become humans. It's kind of like a very yeah. connected cycle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. just wait. I got, I got more, more stuff to kind of expand on that. There's a, uh, um, if, let me see, where's my Bring notes. I'm going through my notes. Definitely expand. So there is, I think if you go in Diamond and Pearl and Platinum, there's a library. It's called the Canalave or Canalave Library. Mm -hmm. uh, there's three folklore books in that, in, and they all have just this one little line. Uh, the literal Japanese translation was there once was uh, there once were Pokemon that married people. There once were people who married Pokemon. Uh, this was normal thing long ago. Uh, people and Pokemon were the same. And in the American version, the American version, they switched it up to their ones where Pokemon uh, became very close to humans. Their ones for humans that became very, uh, or the ate together at the same table as Pokemon. And then there was a time that there existed no difference and distinguished the two. Uh, so the English version, they, you know, kind of had to 
I guess, uh, censor it a little bit. Yeah, but totally but, but yeah, but the Japanese literal, literal translation was that Pokemon and humans used to marry each other. Yeah, that's insane. Wow. That's completely insane. I didn't... That would not have worked in America at all. I mean, all. if you think about it, Ash's mom did have a Mr. Mimer on the house. Get oh, God, don't get me started. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. And, we, and, and if you're familiar with that whole thing, there's a whole story behind that, too. Dude, totally. Oh, yeah, she makes him clean. She makes him cook for her. Didn't, uh, in the third generation of, like, Ruby Sapphire, didn't uh, mom have, like, machokes helping her out with the moving? Oh, yeah, she, she, had, she had a bunch of machokes that were helping with the moving. <laughs> this has turned really gross, guys. <laughs> Stop it, Frank. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we are getting into Pokemon and horror, and that is kind of horrific. So you know, there we go. Does but, it uh, count as like bestiality in the Pokemon world? I don't. So that no, I don't think so. I, that's just again, that's uh, that's just a book, a, a folklore book in in the in the game. So it doesn't actually solidify it or say that this is really what happened. It's yeah. it's, it's it's supposed to be a something theory. that yeah. Wow. Yeah, yes. that makes sense. That's crazy. So we got Unfinished Plans, who's back, and then we've got Doug. Hello, Doug. What's hey, up, Doug? Doug? Doug is one of our regular <laughs> listeners, so that's really cool. Um, so yeah, what, what else? What else you guys got? This has been some gold that I've never found before. So in um, in one of the Pokemon games, I can't remember which one it was. It may have been Pearl. I could be wrong in this, Lord Cronus. You probably know what I'm going to talk about. There's this mansion. You're like, no, not at all. There's a there's a mansion in which the player goes into that is haunted. And yep. uh, you the see... The ghost girl? The ghost girl, yeah. Did yep. you... So there's a theory basically stating that this ghost girl is trapped in, yes. this, in this mansion or whatever because of Darkrai, a Pokemon that has her forever trapped in a, like, nightmare world from which she cannot wake up from. Correct. So a Pokemon just eternally tormenting one person that's just awesome. because it can that's probably yeah. the most horrific thing i've ever heard so i think was it the previous game there's you're crossing this one bridge and that and and forgive me for not knowing the names of the the games or the locations like but the yeah there's so many places. at this point stormfrog was talking about the old chateau and then you're you're little cronus i think you're talking about the was it magnificent bridge Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. it connects you between the black and white, uh, the the white forest and the yes. black uh, town or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so in the previous game, you run into this girl, and uh, or you're 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 in the middle of this bridge, and you see these two people, these two women or girls, in the middle of the bridge. You approach them. The one on the right disappears, and and then the girl next to it, the NPC next to it, says, "Oh, did that girl just disappear?" You go to the end of the bridge, you go into that little guard check, and there's a little old lady, and she tells you that there was once was a girl who uh, was looking for her Abra and, and disappeared. Yeah. And then and then in the game that you're talking about that you're referencing is is the one where she is trapped in that house haunted by all these ghosts and whatnot. And you can find all these books around around the uh, uh, that, that same house. Yeah. The little girl is tormented by a dark cry. And if you look at the books, people theorize uh, Matt Pat on YouTube does a really excellent explanation of this. So if you guys get a chance to, to look at the uh, the game theory, uh, Matt Pat on YouTube, go ahead and look it up. Uh, he, he talks about how the little girl's parents 
try to get a drowsy and t drowsy to use this uh, dream eater attack to, to take yeah. away those nightmares uh, that Darkrai uh, bestowed on her, right? Mm -hmm. And then the the Hypno was using, I think, a foresight or this one special attack to 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 go into her dreams and and tell the parents or relay the message from uh, Darkrai or the little girl within that's trapped within her own nightmares. Uh, and you, I, I think you have to look for this this one. Uh, the wing. Yes, you have to look for Cresselia's wing, and that's the only way you can cure, get her out of this nightmare state. And by the time that you find it, or she finds it, she's already dead, and her parents are gone, and, and her yeah. spirit lives within this house. Yeah, it had been years, like, had passed. So by the time you found that, that wing, you know, she had fallen asleep, and she just never woke up. She literally just, like, withered away because she was being held hostage in her dreams by Darkrai. Yep. Uh, we got Doug who's calling y'all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. Uh, this is how we spend our time. Have any of you guys played Pokemon Sword or Shield? Yes. I haven't yet. I, I, I've, I've, I'm probably only like 10 to 15 hours in, into it right now. But have yes. you got, so Ooh, there's, there's one, there is a ghost girl in Pokemon Sword and oh, Shield right, right, and right. she's in Hammerlock. Um, and it's a really interesting, I missed the part where they reveal that she's a ghost because I didn't go back to her after. So basically you meet this girl and she tells you that, uh, she would, she's too nervous to talk to this boy that she likes. So could you please deliver a note to her, to him? So you take the note, you go, you find this guy, he's in like a garden and it's uh, not a boy. It's a grown ass man. And you, and you talk to what? him and he's, you he's in this. <laughs> well no he's he's in this park it's like a memorial park and he's mourning the loss of this girl that he really had a crush on when she was a girl when he was a boy and she was a girl and you don't give him the note and when you go back to the ghost girl mm -hmm. she is gone and she leaves behind a reaper cloth which is like a pokemon item yeah. so basically this little girl is a ghost and she gives you this note to give to the boy that she likes but she died so long ago that he is now an adult and you go to deliver that note and you figure that out, which I thought was extremely creepy. I, when I was playing the game, I didn't even think anything of it because I was just trying to grind through it as quickly as possible. But when I read about that, I was like, oh, why didn't I go back and, and, and investigate further? Because it was weird. Can you imagine just like opening up the note before you're halfway there and you're like, surprise, I'm dead. What is this crap about? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't even, no, never makes it to him. <laughs> Doesn't even bring it. You get sidetracked chasing a Pikachu. <laughs> I saw Ooh, a Garbodor. Let me go get it. Let me go catch it. Oh, there's a Garbodor over there. <laughs> I have to look up Garbodor. I don't know how you could make that. I, so I'm I'm a little bit older. I'm I'm gonna bet that I'm the oldest one here. When I think of Garbodor, I think of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the cartoon from like the '80s. Oh. Uh, and they had somebody called Muckman was like a mutated garbage man. That's what I oh think of. Oh my god. I don't know if you I'm gonna guys, look that up. I don't know if you look up Muckman from Teenage Mutant. I think Mutant I Turtles. I think I remember what you're talking Dude, about. Actually. I was very young when that cartoon was on. I was not. I was born in '86, so uh, I was very young, and I was only watching reruns in the '90s. You're '86. I thought I thought you, I thought I was older than you, man. What, what year are you? '87. <laughs> ah, I got you. I got you beat up. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Muckman kind of looks like he would be an evolution of uh, Garbodor. He hit the gym, you know? Got his life together. Screen here? I can put Garbodor. Put Garbodor up in the old screen. We, screen. we shifted from oh, talking about the creepy to just being like, how stupid is this Pokemon? Look at this. <laughs> it's it's literally this a heap of trash. Yeah. 
They're like, no, now we're going to pull up the Doug Trio, which was stupid at first, but now that we consider what could be under the ground, I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh... <laughs> there he is. I'm sorry. You need to put you need to put Muckman right next to him. Okay, I'm going to see if I can do that. <laughs> Look, he even has. So I watch. I just recently watched uh, one of the Pokemon movies on Netflix, and uh -huh. realized that uh, that thing on Garbodor's right hand shoots <laughs> like a. It's like a Gatling gun. That what? shoots up. Look at that. That's my man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's an evolution of Garbodor. Guys, yeah, it's like Garbodor leveled up. Somewhere. Good lord. Somewhere. Got his life together. Got a job. There's a guy who went to. <laughs> Still college. drinks heavily on the weekends. There's somebody that got paid to draw this out and create the character, and he's got a big drafting board somewhere and a big sketchbook with really expensive pencils. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like, just oh, like, you know what he needs? A nose clip. I mean, a clothespin on his nose so he cannot smell himself. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, well. <laughs> so, you guys want to take it back to creepy things? Uh, looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah I, got, uh, I, got, I got a few creepy, morbid, you know, kind of effed up stuff. Uh, but one, one, one in particular was the, uh, uh, this Pokemon called Phantom. And it's this little tree stump ghost type Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, I think it's Pokedex reads that it was a uh, a child that died, that walked through this forest, this haunted forest, or just a regular forest. I don't know. Haunted sounds better. But it walked <laughs> through this forest, died, and its spirit possessed a tree stump. And so these you have all these little tree stumps all over the place that are uh, uh, ghost type Pokemon that came from uh you know children that died in this forest and then it's evolution it's like this big huge scary creepy ichabod crane style well maybe not ichabod crane but it's like a big creepy tree yeah wow. yeah no I, i've seen those and it's it's weird what is it with like nintendo and having these games to where kids dying or being lost in a forest become things because you know, just to branch out just a little bit for just a moment, but oh, still yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. the Nintendo thing, it's the Legend of Zelda in the in that forest. If kids get lost, they become uh, skull yep. kids. Yep. Or yep. if you're an adult, you become a Stalfos. In Pokemon, you know, you die in this forest, you become one of those things. And it's, I think it's just something, especially for Pokemon, you know, we've already talked about how they can put these pretty morbid things into something that is intended for kids. The idea that children getting lost in these woods and dying is so common that there's an entire, you know, Pokemon species <laughs> that spawns from it. Yep. I mean, it, it'd be concerning if you went to like, I don't know, a Pokemon tournament and out of like the hundred and something trainers there, everyone has one. And you're just like, that's 150 dead kids right there. Like, good oh, yeah. lord. Well, I think it's oh, wow. an interesting playoff, like classic fairy tales, where kids get lost in the woods <clears throat> and terrible things happen to them. <clears throat> so it seems like an interesting adaptation of that very classic story that's, that's I think, culture after culture has had similar stories along those lines. Mm -hmm. So it seems like a very interesting adaptation of that classic fairy tale into a more modern, into a mod more modern folklore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it's, you know, speaking of the, the fairy tale aspect of it, um, there's a Pokemon, I, I cannot remember it, maybe it was called 
Liftoon? Liftbloon? Something like that. It's basically this balloon. Balloon? Pokemon. The balloon one? Yeah. Yeah, the balloon Pokemon that if you read its Pokedex entry, it just talks about how if a kid grabs it, it'll grab them back and float away with them into the <laughs> afterlife. That's oh my god! Yeah, like, are you kidding me? That is Drifloon. Yeah, I feel like if I feel like if the Pokemon you know universe was set in the United States, all <laughs> these Pokemon would be harambied like in a second. You oh know? yeah, absolutely. I like harambied you, you, you pop those. Bro, balloons I just used it. The moment you, <laughs> the moment you see those balloons, you shoot them. You do yeah. something because they carry children away for what reason? It's not like I don't think they eat the kids. There's no way. No, they just carry them off into. Well, they just carry them away. Period. I don't care where they they're taking just them. Carry them away for no reason. And, and Frank, I, I had to use I had to use Harambe at some point in this. <laughs> I, I think what's creepiest most about these Pokemon, these ones that have these abilities and in their Pokedex entries about like attacking people, they're not doing it for any reason to sustain themselves like they're not doing it for food they're not doing it for you know territorial purposes they're doing it just to do it they're they're yep. just like genetically predisposed to be the worst exactly okay. that balloon like what is that balloon's problem i would like to read the pokedex entry for uh haunter which uh -huh. is by, oh yeah by licking it saps the victim's life it causes shaking that won't stop until the victim's demise that's it that's Why? the entry. <laughs> yeah, Why? and demise is like, like literally, what else could it be besides death? Exactly. Whiting out. <laughs> yeah, just whiting out. You're going to wake up in a Pokemon Center. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, see, man. it's it's just, it's weird. It's very strange. What also, it, it adds so much to the fact that in the video games, Parents are sending off their kids with like a level <laughs> one like fucking Pikachu to go off into this world and like become a grand Pokemon trainer. It's like, man, I hope they don't ever run into a haunter because they're dead. Oh, yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of things that could just like right out the bat kill you. Ten years and, old. Yeah, you're <laughs> ten like, years old. Hey, you turn ten. It's time to face the world. Get out this house. Bye. Good luck. Yep. Yep. Here's, yeah. here's a well, mask. Yeah. Take them and go. Didn't get here's you your backpack. Money for the bus. Like I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk everywhere. Are you kidding? Give you money for the bus. Me She'll a, save your I'm money. I'm a bike mom. Something. She'll save your money and then spend it on potions that you don't need because by the time she gives you those potions, you're already using max restores anyway. So she's oh, taking yeah, your money and wasting it. No, you I know what she's using it for? She's using it, she's using it for these like outfits for Mr. Mime and Machamps. <laughs> what it is. And, you know, provi provided you survive and you do become the Pokemon Grandmaster, yeah, I would hate for my mom to come out of the woodworks and like, I'm so proud of you. I knew you could do it. Get away from me. You hadn't raised me since I was 10. Yeah, that's right. So, Frank, I think you, I think you touched on this a little bit last week. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, theories out there about this great Pokemon war. That oh, happened, yes. and and the whole reason that these ten-year-olds get sent off—I think it might have been you, Mick. You know, these ten-year-olds go off at 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 to go to this world of Pokemon to go train and, and capture Pokemon and battle these gym leaders is to train for another war that's coming. I think Lieutenant Surge hints at it at some point, um, and the reason you don't see a lot of parents—they're either old. Or professionals of, of some sort, yeah, right? Yeah, they have some sort of this, like, uh, what, what do they call them? Uh, 
they just what do we, what do we call these people? Um, the I'm War? sorry. Soldiers drafted? No. Um, they just did it for the pandemic. People that that uh, people that got shots first. Nurses. Oh, uh, oh essential workers. Essential workers. So the the only people that you see in the Pokemon universe are these essential workers. You see these fishermen, people that work at retail stores, the you know Officer Jenny, so on and so forth. Right. Well, time to work at a Target. Has Officer Jenny been in a game? I don't remember, but I'm sure maybe, possibly. I don't think I've seen her in the game or like specifically named Officer Genie because I don't think the even the Pokemon Center ladies are called Nurse Choice, that's which true. that's that's another theory of itself that Nurse Nurse uh, Joy is a Pokemon herself. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. Because all you the Nurse Joys like look alike and they're Wait always because like, they're all the same. Pokemon these. are people and we own Pokemon. Does that make them our six slaves? Is that what is that what we're doing here? Oh God! <laughs> if that's what's going on with uh, with Nurse Joy, I can only imagine like the Officer Jenny's like are the same thing. They're a they're a kind of Pokemon because I mean you look at Hitmonlee, Hitmonchamp, or or Mister Bime. Uh, yeah, yeah, all these Hitmon humanoid. Top, all you got genes. Very humanoid. Yep. Well, even having like like Machamps helping you like build a house because they're strong and burly, like that's just manual labor. That's slave labor. That's not that's manual insane. labor. Yeah. That's you got Vigorath up on the roof doing some shingling on your roof. You got my champ moving your stuff into your new house. And see, I just I just want to chill with a Torterra. That's it. Just hop on <laughs> yeah. a bag, chill under the tree, Torterra. and just that's it. That's my I life like as a Pokemon trainer. Definitely do like Torterra. I like. I think they, they made them way too big for the for the Detective Pikachu movie. Those things were huge. Oh yeah, they were big. What'd you guys think of the Detective Pikachu movie? Did you, did you like it? I did. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Although I was surprised by the sizes, as I just said, of yeah. some of the Pokemon. Like some of them looked like they were way too small than they were supposed to be, and others were just gigantically huge. I don't imagine anybody owns a Torterra <laughs> that big. And 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 don't want to nerd out too much. I think it was just specific to that island or, or yeah, region awesome. where they were at, yeah. and that's why they were kind of ancient and hidden and hidden off in in that little valley or wherever they were. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't even stop thinking about that. I just and remember so, seeing the big ass eye. I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, <laughs> I liked. I, I did like that though. I, I didn't. I didn't think too much of it, which I probably should have. I, but yeah, I, I did realize that they were huge. I just. I got excited that I saw them on screen. I was like, yes. <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing. I think that for me, the two big. I, I was entertained by it. I think the two biggest things for me is, I don't know if there's a word for it, but as far as Ryan Reynolds go. Or goes. I am so locked into him being Deadpool that it was hard for me to make the disassociation from his voice to not being Deadpool now uh, for Pikachu. And then, uh, without ruining the movie, I didn't like the plot twist that happened like all the way at the end. I didn't like that. Um, yeah. Uh, we got uh, USMC Sony saying they were tested on, and that's the reason they're so big. Hmm. Yeah, because that was around that lab area. We do. Uh, that's right. Pretty much almost every evil team doing some type of experiments, whether it was Team Rocket did experiments, Team Galactic did experiments. Man, who didn't do experiments in that game? I think every all the evil teams, right? Except for like... Well, I mean, hell, even Professor Oak was doing experiments. Yeah, was everybody doing was doing this. Was doing yeah. On Mom. Yeah, there's no regulation, man. There's no way to just stop them. They did get rid of they did get rid of the evil people in Pokemon Sword and Shield. What do you mean? There is what? there's Team Yell, 
which is just a bunch of really annoying fans. Yep. That's like me. Annoying Marnie know. fans. Which, yeah, they're annoying Marnie fans. So they're, let me like hide one my of your competitors self. to become like the grand champion is Marnie, and she just has this cult of followers that wear hot pink and black outfits, and, and they fight female. you because they're so enthusiastic about Marnie, and they're like, "You're disrespecting her by just by breathing. We're gonna battle you." Yep. <laughs> Good lord. Yes, my child. I, we're taking this a little too seriously. I, I don't. I don't know. I like a, I like an antagonist. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you fight harder if you care about the cause, right? Yeah. But then, I mean, there, there is, there is, there are plot twists in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like there is an ultimate bad guy that you have to defeat. But like the Team Rocket aspect of like where you're constantly running in the Team Rocket, they replace with Team Yell, which is just a bunch of obnoxious. And the thing is, they have the same bad guys. Like one of them has a snake. The other one has. Uh, the raccoon-looking Pokemon, Badoos. and it's very similar to the classic Badoos. Team Rocket Pokemon Listen, uh, I, I, makeup. I, I don't. I think where I was open-minded to playing Sword and Shield before this, I don't think I am now. I might just fire up the old Pokemon <laughs> games because I want to see somebody cut off some Slowpoke tails and then sell them to you for a million. No, good lord! <laughs> you remember that at the Lake of Rage, they were cutting off the Slowpoke tails. What? But that's the villain I want. Why? <laughs> I for i think it's you. food right uh, yeah for food yeah, yeah food. so 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 yeah and i i didn't i didn't know if we were gonna get that that deep into it but yeah the whole the whole like what do you eat in this pokemon universe for 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 food you have to eat pokemon you eat everyone's vegetarians actually yeah there's no way when i was doing research for today there is even in the anime ash is eating a chicken leg and you start to wonder which which pokemon is that and see i think that's a far-fetched because they come served with the they they come holding their own ingredients (laughs) there's i think there's either there's either a pokemon entry or somewhere in the anime where they hint that like farfetch are almost extinct because they were eaten so much yeah, and when they're carrying around a bok choy like that, I can oh, see why. Choy. Like they're just rubbing it all over their body. They're asking to be eaten. So we're marrying some Pokemon, enslaving others, eating and others. Eating them. Oh, the, the, oh no, no, no! Wait till you hear about this. I, again, I didn't know how far we were gonna get, or if we were gonna get on one topic. So I just, I just wrote down a whole bunch of stuff. So <clears throat> in the games, you know what rare candies are, right? Yes. Yes. So did any of you guys play Pokemon Go? Yes, a little bit. A little I bit. A little bit of it. Okay, yeah. so you play Pokemon Go, you catch a bunch of Pokemon, and the ones you don't want, you transfer them yeah. to Professor Willow, right? <laughs> and you get you get Pokemon candies yeah. Yeah. back, right? So, oh, no. so there's a theory. Again, yeah. this is all this is all insinuation. This is just as people on the internet, you know, taking things too far, like always. There's there's a theory that uh, Pokemon Go is the actual first like installment to all the Pokemon games. It came before Pokemon Red, Blue, and Green, yeah. and and when you transfer these Pokemon, you send them to Professor Willow. He puts them in a meat grinder and he spits out these candies. You give yeah. these candies, you give these candies to your Pokemon, and that's the only way you can get them to level up. Because in Pokemon Red and and Ford is is the only way you can level up your Pokemon is either fighting and and getting those experience points or these rare candies. So they became rare 
because they stopped putting him through a meat grinder. <laughs> and, and so in Pokemon Go, you had three affiliations, right? You had the, the blue, the yellow, and, and the uh, the red. Uh, yeah. And so and so that's that's what people are hinting at. That that's what started the great Pokemon Wars. That people were associated with those three affiliations. Oh God. And it turned into this huge turf war, and 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 everybody all you know everybody died. And, that and sounds only- like humans. That sounds yeah, that yeah. sounds right. <laughs> and so now and so from Pokemon from from Pokemon you know red, blue, and green, and four, you don't see those same affiliations anymore. You you just you just everybody trains at ten years old, and and that's it. Yeah, right. It was all fun and games until it wasn't. That's right. We, we as humans have a pretty bad, bad uh, track record, so I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past us. We've done yeah. some pretty terrible things to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. If Pokemon, we're just going to take out all of our you know human angst against them. You know, oh, dude, man, there's 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 it's, yeah, all right, we're we're all going to kill each other off. It's Pokemon it's happening. Go, I was a late adopter to it, and my phone was rooted because I like to have admin privileges on my Android, or at that time I did. I no longer uh-huh. have rooted, but. I was able to download this uh, app that allowed you to uh, manipulate the GPS by pressing a joystick that would be superimposed on the screen. So really? in Pokemon Go, I'd be sitting stationary in my living room and just walking around <laughs> town. <laughs> the problem with it was the problem with it was that uh, I was still just getting hit up by like Zubats nonstop or like just like you know, like you know. This is proof you Zubats. live next to Lavender F-tier, Town. F-tier yep. Pokemon. <laughs> just Zubats and Zigzagoons and like. Oh, oh my gosh! The yeah. doofs, so many doofs. I kept getting weedles. I was co- I was consistently being attacked by weedles. Weedles. Oh man. Yeah, they make for good protein, man. They do. They, they're great protein, but good lord, it's, it's those Pokemon candies you get from the weedles are the highest in protein. Boost up the levels the most. That's the best yeah. weedle. I, I just want to know who who mains a bug Pokemon. I've never met anyone <laughs> in my entire life who has one as their main or as one of their six. No, they're so easy to kill. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude, fire kills them, ice kills them, just like in real life. You've got electric that does pretty good damage too. Yeah, like they're so easy to kill. They're so easy to overpower. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'd love to see somebody who mains with a bug Pokemon, or yeah, with a bug Pokemon and actually succeeds. I remember in the- uh, That's Sony in the chat. I remember (laughs) in in the, uh, the, the Pokemon trading card game, like, Having a bee drill was pretty good. Like bee drills were pretty good for a while, and uh, I don't know if they ever were like in the show because you know if you if you got a bee drill card, it was always holographic because it was rare. But in the show, you have a whole nest of bee drills chasing Ash and everybody else. So you're just like, yeah. where's the balance? We actually have a Pokemon card game expert right now with us named Lord Cronus. Have you? Oh God. Have you used a bee drill in battle before in the card game? As a matter of fact, uh, like two or three weeks ago, I built a deck on uh, on Pokemon TCG Online, uh-huh. and I and I built it with a ton of Beedrill, because <laughs> and, and this is why, and I'll tell you why, because they and I'm gonna nerd out a little bit, Mick. Hold on, hold on tight. They don't have they don't require a lot of energy cards, and they have decent attacks. So you can you get rapidly get into the attacking mode without uh, you know without wasting too much time or turns. 
So it's literally a nest of bee drills that you have built. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 if they if if your opponent gets you know gets a, a, a strong enough Pokemon right off the get, you're you're, you're toast. They're just going to burn through all your Weedles and oh, Kakunas. Yeah. It's like Charizard, like all through those all through those bee drills in the show. Like, it, it, is it art is mimicking real life here? Is it real life mimicking art? Definitely. Always. That's a really good concept. We got uh, about maybe about 10 minutes more to go. I think we've got time for one more really good concept. And then I know that Stormfrog's going to stream later. So don't want to don't want to keep them too long. But uh, who wants to fire away with one last one that has something good? Anybody? So so I had one, but it's it's more of the creepy pasta. Let's do it. Aspect of it. And I cannot 100% verify any of this. Like, and I've tried to research this. I've tried. And every so often I'll come across it's something. It's anyway. It's all good. <laughs> Anyways, so do y'all remember when they first introduced the ability to trade your Pokemon? It was through those cable links. Like you yeah. could give it to whoever, whatever. I got well, there was, yeah. Yeah, so when those first started coming around, not, not long after that, there were some people who would go on forums and say, uh, what is, is anybody else having trouble sending their Pokemon through to the other, to the other side? And uh, everybody was like, well, what are you talking about? Like, are you plugging it right? And these people would say, no, no, I plugged it right. But when it gets into the other game, its sprite is all mangled and it's forever at zero HP. It's like it died in transfer. Oh like, it, like it went through some teleportation <laughs> fluke and got all screwed up. And it, yeah, it just, it reminded me of like, if you ever seen that movie, uh, The Fly, Jeff Goldblum, when yeah. he goes through and he's like, all, you know, he's all fucked up on the other end. So one person had said that on a forum, and this is a long, you know, this is years ago. I'm sure you can still find it. And this is like your basic old message boards where the background is just oh, white, very blocky letters. Yeah, there's people saying, like, is anybody else? And there's a couple of people who'd be like, yeah, you know, I tried to trade, you know, my Rattatat. I tried to trade this, 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 or that. And they would sometimes show, like, you would be see a picture from somebody's phone. I mean, or not their phone, but like they would upload it onto these forms and you'd see the uh you'd, you'd see the nintendo you'd see whatever it was and you'd see the sprite and the sprite would be all kinds of mangled and it kind of makes you think like is this some kind of is this is this a creepypasta thing that they were doing or were they manipulating the screen or how were they doing this and why was it from different people who were confirming with different pictures you know different timestamps? different, you know, different handheld consoles and all these other things. Was this really a thing? Like were people getting these glitches to where the Pokemon are at zero HP and the sprites are all fucked up? It kind of reminds me of in Harry Potter when you apparate and you don't apparate yeah, correctly. And you, correctly. and you get all sorts of <clears throat> fucked up and like stitched together the wrong way. Yeah, and, and that's basically what it reminded me of too. It was just these people would send their Pokemon through the cable link and when it spit out the other side, it was dead. And it's like, well, you just wasted the Pokemon you wanted to trade. What if it was a really good trade? Then you're fucked, you know? Exactly. But it, you know, it was so uncommon, I guess, because I only only found a few things about this. And for a while there, there was just this community that were like, oh yeah, you know, show your pictures of like this glitch happening. Like, why is it happening? There they are, didn't try to make it spooky. You know what that reminds me of? There's the, so many theories about the Pokerus. Are you guys familiar with the Pokerus? 
That sounds no. familiar, but po I can't Poke place it. I haven't heard that. Pokey Rust is a real actual canon thing that is built into the games, and they do mention it. But basically, it's like a virus that your Pokemon gets that slowly hurts it over time. Let me do a quick little search here, and I'll read off oh what, what the Pokey Rust is. And it's not a creepy uh, pasta. It's not anything oh. like that. It's like a real deal. So Pokey Rust. It's like the coronavirus for Pokemon. Okay, so basically the Pokerus from Pokemon Virus is a microscopic. Sorry, the page is loading, so it skipped around. Uh, is a microsco microscopic life form that may attach to Pokemon, first appearing in Generation Two games. It is beneficial mechanic that the Pokemon can obtain, and then like there is so much that talks about the infection, but it's it sort of goes back and forth where it's like it's like a swagger thing where like it hurts you but it helps you at the same time. You know, mm -hmm. like some of those moves, like, uh, what's that move where you stab yourself with a nail? I forget what it's called. Is it actually just called stab? I think it's called curse. Oh, is yeah, it curse. curse. Oh, yeah. Yourself, but then your stats increase. Pokerust does something like that, and you could actually, just by having Pokemon share, it, like, being in your party at the same time will, like, share the Pokerust amongst them. Oh, God. Look it up. It's This is not a made-up thing. Pokerust is such a real thing, and very few people even know about it, but... There's such big theories around it that it's such a big rabbit hole. We could probably do a whole episode just on Pokerus. Yeah. So you, what? You give yourself HPV and you just give it to the rest of your Pokemon? Like Basically, <laughs> it's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds but like. Yeah. But it helps you in battle, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's let me infect all of my pets with this virus. It'll make them stronger. Might kill them in the end, but <laughs> real it's like, deal. It's it's a real. Isn't thing. like isn't that like per peroxide? Maybe I'm not thinking of the right thing, but. Like peroxide doesn't like it kills all the diseases or I but, diseases or infection, like but the healing yeah the healing process of of your wound here, yeah I'm gonna pull up a screen cap really quick here of uh, the Pokemon Center where Nurse Joy is telling you that your Pokemon has the Pokerus, but peroxide okay. doesn't actually do that. Peroxide uh, chemically is just um, oxygen and. Uh, Hydrogen. Hydrogen and oxygen together. So it, I don't know that it would kill anything. It's more to aerate something out. So if you've got like a scab that has like loose skin or something, it can get rid of that. Holy cow. But yeah. This Your Pokemon is infected with Pokerus. Yeah. Then you hear Nurse Joy like, let me just take this for you. They go in the back room and you hear a gunshot go off. <laughs> oh, yell at her. God. an identical Pokemon because. Yeah, yeah she comes back and you're like, you call it by name and it's just, it doesn't respond. And she fire. gives you a bag of candies. <laughs> Here's a bag of candies. I can just imagine, I can just imagine Team Rockets just like. You're like, oh, you, you guys again? Just take the Pikachu. No, 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 no. You, you yeah, can keep nah, it. You can keep it. Ah, uh, all good, guys. So, what do you think? Do you feel like this is a solid episode? I feel like it was great. Oh, I yeah, had a lot no. of fun. Yeah, I think feel like it was very informative. I feel like, like we all know to be careful with the Pokerus now. Yeah, the avoid the Pokerus. I'm glad we could teach each other things because I didn't know everything that you're talking about. But some of you guys, I think none of you knew about Pokerus. But now you could look. Up I didn't know about that. I did. I'm theories about the Pokerus. Oof! I, honestly, it was probably started by Team Rocket. Yeah. Escaped, escaped their lab at Team Rocket headquarters. <laughs> it had to have been. This was specifically designed just to kill Ash so that they could take his damn Pikachu and it just it got out of control. <laughs> what are we going to do? I never quite Team understood their obsession with taking that Pikachu. Like, just go find another Pikachu. Yeah, there's like a thousand Pikachus out there. There's got to be more than that. And why a Pikachu? Go for something cooler. There are a lot of cool there's Go a find yourself whole a lot of cooler stuff. 
What's cooler than I, a Pikachu, guys? What, what what would you like? Or what do you? Dude, like? literally everything is cooler than Pikachu. The only Pokemon that I would want, but I know I could not own because it in turn would own me, would be Mewtwo. Oh yeah. Mm. Are you telling? So me having a Mewtwo would be amazing, except that yeah, it would own you. You wouldn't own yeah, it. Yeah, you would not own me. You could not ask it to do anything. <laughs> Frank, you could have a whole episode on just Mew. Mewtwo cloning oh, yeah. and 100%. that whole and like backstory. And ditto, yeah, ditto. Ditto, has a lot ditto. Of stuff. So, so yeah. So just just to end in in the whole Mewtwo thing. Yeah. So in Pokemon Go, when it first started, you couldn't get a ditto. There wasn't a there wasn't the three uh, legendary birds, and there wasn't Mew or Mewtwo. So why wasn't Mew? Or I'm sorry, why wasn't Ditto a part of? You know the whole the rest of the Pokemon when you had everybody else. Uh, so legend has it that Mew or I'm sorry I keep saying Mew Ditto was a failed experiment yeah. when they tried to clone Mew Mew and yeah, Mewtwo exactly. was the only successful uh clone attempt at uh cloning Mew we got to unfinished plans that did not know that Mew and Mewtwo are two different people which they're not people they're Pokemon they're Pokemon <laughs> well I don't know Mewtwo to me I register it's more very as a person than anything else it's very oh, yeah. humanoid He's too and he talks. Like, yeah. Oh no, we can't. I can't own you. You talk. You You're know what really threw me off is they have. Um, he was talking in the first movie, which he sounded like how I thought he would sound like, like a total. Yeah, killer. exactly. But then there's a, a release where it follows the story of Red and not Ash, and uh -huh. uh, it has that Red player who you fight in the second generation, I think, uh, mm -hmm. not Silver. When you fight Red, or like in this particular anime, uh, Red, it's about Red, he takes his Charizard and does the mega evolution in order to defeat and capture Mewtwo in the cave. And in that version, Mewtwo has a lady's voice, and I never thought about it. I'm like, oh my god, what if yeah. Mewtwo just sounds like whatever Mewtwo wants to sound like, and there's more than one? Which, it would make sense. But, but I will say this, if I ever, let's say we were in this world, and I, I somehow I threw a Pokeball and I caught a Mewtwo, I will never let that thing out no. because I guarantee you it is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make sure it has whatever accommodations it needs in that Pokeball. Put that on a shelf <laughs> and forget you about will it. Never come back it out, my like friend. Alien. We got Sonia Roy saying she calls Mewtwo the purple alien poke. Basically, yeah. I, I consider, especially because, you know, considering that Mew is a, is a natural Pokemon that was called Mewtwo, I don't really consider a Pokemon so much as he is. A self-aware science experiment. Yep. Right, all guys, it is. Uh, I'm gonna play a little, little closing up music here, which is actually a remake of Pokemon Go. Oh man. So uh, we gotta have some final thoughts. Uh, who wants to go first? We always do final thoughts at the end of every yeah. podcast. Yeah. So um, don't go to Lavender Town. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to Lavender Town. That's it. That's that's. You want to close with that? Do, well, don't go to Lavender Town, and um, we should all feel very bad about killing Gary's Raticate. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, Gary was F, such a F dude. Gary, dude. He <laughs> deserved it. Yeah, screw Gary's driving cars when he's twelve years old. Maybe he did. Yeah. Did he drive a car when he was twelve? Yeah, there's an episode in Pokemon where he rolls up in his car and it's filled with ladies. It's like, yeah, yeah. You're twelve. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, he's like the harem king, dude. Wow. <laughs> they just don't touch on it. 
This uh, this could be never ending with this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so many theories in Pokemon. No one no one knows the whole story. We all know bits and pieces. We and all know like, bits and pieces. I don't think we could yeah. handle knowing the whole this thing. This was us trying to put those pieces together. <laughs> trying. There's still more. Lord Cronus. So, yeah. So closing thoughts. Maybe one day somebody will come up with like an adult themed uh, Pokemon show or, or movie, you know, kind of like they did the Power Rangers one on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys were able to catch that where it's like super violent, like, kind of like uh, that. Lord Dr what is it? Lord Draken is like white. Draken, yeah, something like that. Some yeah. Spooky, uh, Spooky Dreamer says there's a theory that it'll freak, freak them out forever, but that's for another time. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. All right, Mick. What do you got for uh, closing thought? Don't get captured in your dreams by a Pokemon. Sounds like a bad time. <laughs> Sounds like the worst time. You'll never wake up. You'll never wake up, and when you do finally like break free, you'll have already been dead for years. God, That's right. All right, guys. I want to say my final thought is never lose the part of you that likes Pokemon and likes the things from your childhood. Never lose that. I would say that these theories are only fun because they, you know, just what Stormfrog says, art is mimics real life and real life, real life mimics art. So I know that's not your original quote. I'm on to you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not original. Definitely not say, original. Let's, let's circle back if we're still playing the Pokemon in about, I don't know, what, next year, three years, five years. We'll circle back and see what we got. Oh, Pokemon's the, never going to die yeah, out. We'll Pokemon circle, will never mm, die. Whenever games come after Sh Sword and Shield, when it's like peanut butter and jelly and salt and pepper version. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon mustard. Hell yeah. yeah. Ketchup mustard version. Can't wait. <laughs> Hot sauce expansion, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, ketchup. It's, it's the table condiments. Yeah. I can't wait till they like expand on Mexican Pokemon. That's what I want to see. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow for Late Night Legends. And then, do you guys want to plug your streams really quick? Let us know when you're coming on. I mean, Stormfire going on pretty much right after this. Yeah, at uh, nine o'clock, nine p.m. CST, going live from the lily pad, playing more uh, Cry of Fear, game that has. Been scaring the hell out of me, actually. <laughs> nice. Lord Cronus, when are you going on next? Do you know? Yeah, I uh, I stream every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, 7 p.m. to 10 or 11 p.m.-ish. Uh, playing some Pokemon TCG Online or Apex Legends or some uh, Destiny 2. And then Mick, Stop by. When, do you, when oh. do you go live also? I go live pretty much every day for two to three hours uh, in the afternoons after like three to four o'clock. Uh, currently playing Psychonauts 2, which is just as completely bonkers as the first game, but the <laughs> graphics are a lot better, so it's a lot more enjoyable. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to be streaming here on Late Night Legends, a premium content episode that you will not be able to download for free after it publishes. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about stories that reflect a glitch in the Matrix. If you've heard of that concept. Ooh, I have. Yes. So feel free to join us, call in, whatever you want. And uh, we're going to be talking about those uh, deja vu moments that allude to the fact mm, that we're living in a simulation. So nice. see you all tomorrow. Have yourselves a good night. And uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. Happy Pokemon playing, guys.